Be true to who you are as a creative and like right from your heart. Don't try to look at the industry and see what you think other people are doing and try to emulate that. Write the song that's within you and let the industry find you. Thanks for tuning in to the Matt Creative Podcast. It's Jill and Mindy here today with a couple of very talented special guests. Uh, we've got Jason and Sarah Evans with little Woo-hoo. baby Julia. We're very excited Julia's with us. Welcome, guys. She's less Thanks chatty than us. but You may get distracted by the baby. We may. Yes. Okay, so hi, Sarah and Jason. I'm excited that you're here. You are creative innovators as a couple. You serve on the creative team and you've both got your own creative endeavours going on. So I would like to hear a bit more. Sarah, sure. can you tell us your story? So I, uh, I grew up singing in church with my parents. We've got one of those big musical families where uh, both me and my sister sing. My, both my parents sing. They met in a band. Um, so we grew up singing in church. Um, Your parents met in a band? They did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was the drummer and mum was the singer. Your dad sings? Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. He, he can sing while he drums too. Right. So, yeah, call yeah. him up on I that one. I bet he thinks he's Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phil Collins. Um, yeah, so I was obviously interested in music, um, going through school, taught myself a bit of piano and then got a little bit of um, proper just improvisation lessons and started writing when I was about 12 years old. And um, kind of just, I started to take it serious, more seriously when I got into senior school and I had this teacher who was a really good mentor for me um, and helped me get my writing out there and feel comfortable with that. Um, hello, Julia. Thank you. Um, so after I finished school, he suggested, first of all, I was interested in going to the Australian Institute of Music, which is where I did my um, degree in music, AIM down in Sydney. And then uh, he said, look, why don't you go to the States, to one of the spots where music is really big um, and just kind of see what could happen or just check it out and see what's there Um, because I really didn't have much direction at that stage. Um, And so the spots I was considering were um, LA, Nashville, New York, and I did end up going to New York. So went over there with really nothing and no plans and stumbled into a piano bar um, after being there for about a month and managed to get a job playing five nights a week in a piano bar in Times Square, which was crazy. and I look back in it now, on it now and I'm like, what a wild yeah. story, yeah. It sounds like a movie because you, said you <laughs> yeah. just went in there. I literally, yeah, and I was at my wit's reason. end. I remember calling yeah. mum from a cafe and being like, what am I doing here? And then I kind of walked in and saw the piano. You living off a bag of rice that you found in the back of the cupboard. And, yes. Yeah. They get much joy about saying how I was living off uh, rice with chicken broth <laughs> because I was at the end of my money. Um, but, yeah, I went in there and it kind of went from there. I, I played for um, quite a while at, at the piano bar. I met some very interesting people. People, a couple of celebrities, and um, yes, name drop, please. Uh, little name drop. Probably my favourite was playing for Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell. Because oh. she's exactly what you would imagine her to be. She sat on this chair like it was a throne with her feet up, and it was beautiful. Um, and my favourite one is finding out that she said that there was a guy that used to like float with her all the time and while she played. And she's like, I'll have to point him out if I ever see him. I don't know who it is. And it turns out it's Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. my, wow. If it's good yeah. enough for Shooter, that's yeah. why I left it down. 
<laughs> yes. Um, so there, from there, I recorded an EP over there through meeting some uh, a, a guy who ran a, ran a or worked with a production company. Um, recorded my EP with this producer, and then after that, <laughs> where they took me on as a songwriter as well. So when I moved to Colorado and ran a music school there, I was still able to write for this company via correspondence and I still do that today from it's here. It's quite a dream, really. Yeah. Oh, that was my big goal. Yeah, to be able to write for other people. Mm. So, yeah, uh, ran a music, music school in Colorado for a while and then moved back here and started t teaching more for myself. Uh, met Jason, who I already knew because we he grew up in Macquarie. We met it. We knew each other through youth. And, yeah, so we got back in touch because Jay uh, worked in his own studio and I needed some music mixed when I'd gotten home. Um, so we got in touch that way and the rest is history. And a baby. And now we have Juliet. Now you can have your... No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you came back to Macquarie and yes. you joined the creative team yes. again and you're MDing on the yellow team. Yes, I am. Playing keys and mm -hmm. uh, also doing some... Vocals, worship leading, yes. and you've got the margin between babies and yes. all the other things that you're doing in your life. That's Tell right. Tell us about your business. So, uh, my business, there's a couple of bits to it because I teach a program in schools called Vocal League, which is um, a like a contemporary form of choir because when I was in the States, in, in Denver, Colorado, I ran glee clubs in schools like the TV show, um, but a little bit less kitschy. Um, <laughs> And I came back, yeah, less auto tune, that's it. Um, I came back and realized, you know, they don't have a lot of that in schools. There's bits and pieces starting to happen, but um, it was kind of just, you know, choir type things that they'd done for years. And so I thought we could make this funner. Um, so I developed this program where you're bringing different elements of theatrics in and more a cappella and making mashups and just getting more creative with choir work. Um, so I do that in schools, which is really fun. And then I teach privately um, vocals, songwriting and keys. Um, and a big part of what I do in there is I teach a lot of ear training, which is harmony work and, and things like which I love that world. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, now, I'd like to hear the Jason story. <laughs> sure. Jason John Evans. That's right. I, yes. I watch a few of your live streams. I mean, what up cool. with him? Yeah, definitely. That's and really cool. Yes. I've still been figuring out exactly where I'm at because, I, I mean, it's been quite the journey. I mean, there's so many aspects to my story, but I guess the straight music version of it was that I started playing guitar when I was like eight because my dad did, and I thought that was cool. And I got raised in quite a musical family with, um, you know, my cousins and that side, and my granddad on that side, like very involved in the jazz circuit. And I just wanted to learn an instrument like them, so I picked up guitar. And then I didn't really take it seriously for about six years. I just kind of did it as like a hobby. And then um, at I was at high school and my, my best friend said that he was going to start learning bass guitar and wanted to know if I wanted to make a band with him and I was like, I don't know, uh, why would I be in a band? I don't really play guitar that seriously and then he showed me a few albums of like Blink-182 and I was like, okay, I want to do this, this seems fun and then from that we uh, found, actually from going to youth got a drummer from Johnny Sinclair up here, then we made Room 24 and um, from that... Room 24? It, yeah! yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's been it's been the, the journey. Uh, so we started playing in that, and it was actually like um, 
I mean, like, I had some friends that booked us gigs at, like, pubs and clubs and that kind of stuff. Um, but we were really young. We were, like, 14. And it was because of, like, three things. It was because of that. Uh, my parents buying us a, um, like, buying me for Christmas a voucher for us to record our first demo. And how supportive Macquarie was at letting us play at, like, um, Rumble in the Jungle and stuff like that. And we used to be, like, the band that played there that we were able to grow. Those are, like, the three things that really helped us move forward. Um, so it's because of that I started to see momentum building I started to write more songs and I mean I was never a singer ever I've never got a single vocal lesson in my life which like pains me to be married to Sarah because <laughs> it's just like knowing now that it's like the spotlight's on all my vocal flaws but I just kind of figured it out for myself because we just needed to and we just wanted it was the only intention to ever start that band was just to have fun and um, years later, I mean, it was going so well that we were getting signed to a label, but John and Luke had to leave. And um, so I found two other members that were friends of mine, and then I toured again for four years full time. And then, like, in that time, I built a recording studio. I was teaching guitar as well. Um, so I was, like, heavily involved in music. I also, during that time, was playing literally every single church service here from the two on Friday night to Saturday night when we used to do them back in the day and then two Sunday morning, one Sunday night for about a year and a half. I was like heavily involved in music, absolutely love playing here and stuff. Started my recording studio and then I ended up starting a label for myself and I signed bands to that and I was touring them around nationally. Um, so I was like, had too many things going on and it was at that point that like it all kind of, um, I just hit a brick wall of like mental health problems and I didn't know what they were at first. Health, I, did you say? Mental health. Yeah. So I went through a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't know was a problem that I'd had for ages and it kind of just turned everything to flip on its head and it took years of recovery. So that's why I, I, I like kind of fell off the grid for like many years. Like it took a while. Um, How did you push through that season? Um, it was difficult. Like I'll be honest, it. I had stopped seeing. Um, I'd, I I kind of let go of everything that I once knew, so I kind of felt like I lost my identity in that. Um, and it was hard. I, I mean, I wasn't at church at the time as well, and it was difficult for me to figure out why or anything like to try to find grounding within that. But it's one of those things that I, I just genuinely believe that even if for reasons we don't understand, everything is part of a plan and happens for a reason. And like anything. I mean, if life went the way you wanted it, you'd never be shaped into who you're meant to be. So from actually getting back out and doing things again and working through the things I'd been through, <laughs> um, it was just about, you know, coming back to Macquarie and finding new ways to help. I feel that the ways I had like been able to serve in the past, specifically from playing on stage, those days are kind of behind me. I did them for so many years now that I feel like... Um, not that that's not me anymore, but just those aren't, that's not what I'm here for, I guess. I think I've found my strengths in other things. And then at the moment, Sarah's running the tuition to help people learn how to become music, you know, music artists. I'm running I Am Northbound, which is the idea of helping people that have songs, how to get it heard in the music industry. I'm just finishing up a book that describes all of that in detail. And then I'm right now launching a music marketing software that allows people to understand their audience and get heard like so I just feel like that's where I've been called to is the music industry to help people get their music heard because my music when I started writing if I was writing about like teenage issues people liked it because it sounded cool but as soon as I started saying this album is about my mental health journey so many more people were contacting me privately saying that it literally saved their life like and I realized at that point I could selfishly keep writing my own music and just trying to help people through my channels or I could teach people how to do it for their music and help more people across the world so I feel like that's what my calling is and as I said you've heard some of my live shows I've been trying to figure out exactly where I'm being taken but I'm just along for the ride mm -hmm. so to speak 
I really admire that journey, Jay. Thanks. And I really love looking at your webpage. Um, right. The, the, the resource that you're providing for other creatives is, is incredible. Thanks. So tell us about that Northbound Academy vision and yeah. um, how people can get in contact with that. How can they connect with your live streams, your podcasts? Oh, okay. Uh, so... So Northbound, uh, so we've got the Northbound Academy for develop, developing them into creatives. That's more like on, on a um, like a real. Um, I mean, you'd have to be within the local demographic to come to the yeah. studio, so to speak. But it's I'm really Northbound. Practical. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. Northbound's available to anyone across the world. The whole message behind it, uh, if you go to IamNorthbound.com, you can see I've just put a ton of content in there and um, just tried out a couple of different formats of shows uh, that I hope to do in the future, but I would just need more time in the day to keep on it, like to keep creating all of that. So I've been trying to find what resonates the most, but my whole message is to be true to who you are as a creative and like write from your heart. Don't try to look at the industry and see what you think other people are doing and try to emulate that. Write the song that's within you and let the industry find you. And um, I'm like a huge advocate of like, um, advocate's the right word? Yeah, like of finding your story of who you are and sharing that and like showing your scars to the world because that's what creates connection and relatability and people want that. All humans are trying to do in any scope, any shape of the world, they're just trying to find any way or form. So it's trying to find connection. Like you watch movies to feel something, you, you know, you, you talk to people to find a connection with them. It's the same thing. Music is just your weapon of choice. So if you, as soon as you start stepping back and realizing you're not in this to try to find fans or to get people to listen to your music, you're in this to build connection with your listeners. It changes the way you operate. And wow. as soon as people can start living transparently, um, especially in this age of social media, they find it's really not that hard to get your music heard and to grow as an artist in this day and age. So that's, that's my message behind it is authenticity, I guess, and showing people that it's okay to not be okay and just find the way you want to change the world and then actually capitalize and execute upon that. It's incredible, Jay. I could listen to you talk on and on and on. Because <laughs> even me, when I first started doing this, I went through this thing of like, no, no one's going to want to listen to me. Like, why would anyone want to hear me speak about stuff? Like, because you just, everyone feels that way. And I talk to artists and they're like, I keep saying, there are so many people that have been through things like you have. So it's that idea of testimony. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, and that's it's, 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 it matters. Like people can connect with that. Yeah, hundred percent. So if you can like show people that, I mean, these music artists are like, yeah, I know who I am, but all their online presence is is just every post is, oh, here's me recording my latest song. Now the next one, he listened to my latest song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's never any actual. Um, chance for relatability or connection amongst that so once people start living who they really are it becomes a magnet for like a light in the night that just brings everyone in that feels the same i wrote about my mental health and all these people that came out and said i've been struggling with that and no one's honest about it and now i can relate through your music and it well but it all comes down to being true to who you are i guess in the first place so the, what I really wanted to also do is help people figure out how you fit in Macquarie as well. Yes. Because you're part of our Creative Plus team. So yeah. people don't know that you have done some projects behind the scenes yeah. serving in Macquarie. You've done drone footage for our yes, large clip that we did. Which I forgot to bring today. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. And for us, it yes. was our first step in that direction. And a few other little projects behind the scenes. Yes. So you're part of our Creative Plus team, Jill. I'll get you to explain that. Yeah, sure. Um, so Creative Plus is, I think it's kind of a... We we call it Creative Plus, but it's basically, um, I call it the non-musical creatives because it's, it involves so many, so many things. But it's, it's a relatively new concept because creative used to be called musos. 
That's what we use. Once upon a time. true. Let's go music. I still refer to it as music. (laughs) And so for so many years in the church, it's been all about worship on the stage on a Sunday. And in this environment that we're in, there's so many more things that we can interact with. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That was Julia. (laughs) There's so many more things we can experience of it. So there's there's just so many more ways that worship can be experienced. So Creative Plus, um, we've got a bit of a list. It includes things like designers, photographers, videographers, writers, producers, actors, dancers, and um, artists. Um, So it's it's all of the things that... Um, enhance the Sunday worship but don't necessarily happen on the platform. Yes. And when we need that extra edge for an event or a creative idea. And they they often don't involve a roster. They're usually, can you do that now or (laughs) when when we need it. So it's a very and and I I like working like that. I like not, you know, because oftentimes I get inspired at 11 o'clock at night and do I'm able to just do everything that I need to do in the middle of the night and it doesn't... I'm the same. Yeah. I'm not, Creativity comes when you're tired. That's yeah. It does. Yeah. So that's that's what that's what we do here. Jay, um, is there any time, live streaming times that you've got going on at the moment people can connect with? Um, I'd like to get back to doing them more often. I think that I'm just getting back into podcast shows for now because I'm really podcast. trying to get the... Uh, trying to get the um, the book finished that I'm working on because it's been such a project. Uh, you those ideas where you go, oh, this is easy. It's just like A and then you're at Z and you realize there's a whole alphabet in between. <laughs> so I'm trying to get between and work that out so I can get that out soon. But um, at the moment I've got, um, you can find the podcast at um, I Am Northbound. I think it's like on all of the platforms, but you might have to search I-A-M-N, which is the logo. So, I mean, I don't know, but I Am Northbound, you should find it. Or go to IamNorthbound.com and you'll see it there. IamNorthbound.com. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, put a link. <laughs> we'll put a link in the show notes when I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link somewhere around. We'll, we'll so find a link and post it somewhere. <laughs> Are you booked out at the moment, Sarah, or have you got gaps? Uh, this term I am booked out because I'm kind of uh, easing off maternity leave um, so that I can still spend some time with Jules. Um, but next term I should have a fuller um, roster and I always have, there's different options mm-hmm. if you're just looking to learn yeah. some harmonies or if you're just wanting to work on your voice so that you could sing publicly or you just wanting to do some songwriting or different things. Yeah. So you really, you guys can be the poster for our goals for the year. <laughs> you know, if people want to immerse themselves, they can log on to your IamNorthbound.com, yeah. read content, equip themselves with things, and also just the fantastic way you've innovated your lives as you've journeyed and recreated and yeah. pushed through hurdles and boundaries and reinventing. I'd like to I, um, open invitation if anyone is trying to find a way to fit into the creative team but doesn't quite know how they can. I have no problems with helping them with the direction for that because I feel like talking about this idea of plus, it's very, uh, like, it's, I won't say nondescript, it's less descript than, for example, like, I play guitar, I'll go play in the worship mm-hmm. band, you know, it's less direction-based. And that's why I kind of like to fill in where I can because I feel like over the years from having to run all these projects, you kind of have to learn how to 
mm-hmm. become a, mo- a what is it master of all jack, jack of all trades master of <laughs> yeah a bit of master and like try to find what you can do and you can, from doing that i never realized how much i enjoyed for example video i'd never realized that until i one day we needed a video clip and I shot one myself on a handy cam in my mom's lounge room and I went, this is pretty cool. And I started finding passion through that. So as I said, it's like if you can find that point of being able to, to find a way that you're able to communicate, a way for people to build connection, that's where you can find whatever your weapon of choice is. Rather than going, I don't know, is it photography or is it whatever? You just find naturally, how's, how, how do you move people? And when you find that, you find what you're really good at creatively. So. That's a great offer. Thanks, James. No problems. Well, that does it for this episode of the podcast. We look forward to a next time and remember to make your Wednesdays creative. Bye.